Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Auto Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. Put you downstairs into storage B. No. I may have an energy drink um, addiction. Just, I just want to confess that right now to everybody. How many do you drink a day? Does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> it depends if you have an addiction. At least one. Or not. At least one. Then you don't have one. Daily. Ooh. If you have 506, you have an addiction. But wait, how did we just go from one to five to six? Where's two or three in there? Well, I know, I, I know, know a couple of people on uh, in the dev team who that's all they drink, a monster drinks, and oh I don't, th- I don't think they have blood. They just how have syrup they running sleep? through their. Mine are all sugar bodies. free. I mean, if you look at it as coffee, like I have coffee every morning, sometimes two or three cups. At both. Like, what about you, Nick? Nick's our cups. guest today on the Inside Autoler podcast. Hey, how's it going? Nick, coming. Do you do any? Um, do you do any? Uh, Artificial I caffeine, whatever. I definitely do. You I do? definitely do. What's your go-to? So at the beginning of the day, I got to start out because I work out before I come into work. So I have a ragger. <laughs> it's it's Some necessary. Some of us have sleeping to do. It yeah. is so necessary. All right, so you work out. What yep. happens then? So I got to take a pre-workout drink then, and then I've got to take some recovery stuff after. But yeah, four or five cups of coffee a day, I'd say, on average. What's a cup size for you? Just a straight-up coffee. Like mug. four ounces. That's a cup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're Let's doing do four or five of those. Yep. That's twenty. That's ounces. called that's called breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say two or three cups of coffee, I'm talking like sixteen like ounces, like but straight. Yeah. Have we all yeah. blown out our um, whatever they are, our adrenal glands. Yeah. You, you got you, you, you Claire? Yeah. I only drink maybe one one and a half cups of coffee, but it has to be dark roast. What about tea? Why dark roast has the least amount of caffeine of all the coffees out there? I like the taste. I don't caffeine oh. doesn't affect me. Unless if I drink a monster drink, I had one just to try it, and I sipped it for about three or four hours, and after it was done, I was just this jittering mess. I had to shove chips in my mouth for about twenty minutes to stop the jittery. <laughs> see, and Drew, see me at this because I'm, I've, I've been prescribed by a doctor. <clears throat> um, you've Energy heard of, drinks? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wouldn't that be great? You've, you've heard of Adderall, right? Absolutely. So this is Adderall's meaner cousin, oh, wow. right? Uh, Vivans. So I layer the energy drinks on top of the Vivans. Wow. I think like... it's a bad combination. Though. I really do. <laughs> I do too. Oh. I like, but yeah, I get because when I first started drinking coffee, I mean, I came to it late. Uh-huh. I found my addiction late, and it it was like, oh, this is why people do it. I'm so jacked up. I have so many ideas. Like yeah. I can get so much done. But then now, yeah, it's like the, my adrenal glands are blown, and so. I need to like do the like no like a whole month no coffee reset. If I was doing that, I I'm pretty sure I'd be smoking two three packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, I'd be thinking of lots of good ideas out on the sidewalk. What uh, (laughs) what department are you coming from, Nick? So I'm coming out of the one to one team uh, with some client care in there. So So we're talking operations. Going to go high level operations. Straight up operations. Okay, your operations. Mm -hmm. And are you so are you talking to dealers? No, no. You're behind the scenes. I'm behind the scenes. There's some communication with the OEMs. I got to make sure everything's in the right place and set to their specifications. Um, And then there's just a lot of mailroom activity. I got to make sure that things are mailroom M A I L or M A L E. I am. I think I might be the only male in the room actually. So, so yeah, lots of sticking letters and slots. I got to make sure that uh, everything's filled out properly and uh, logistically, it's all got to be running smoothly. 
Crazy. It is. What job did you take to get on here at Auto Alert? And how long have you been here at Auto Alert? I've been here just about four years. So I came on as a client training advisor. So at the time, um, essentially, we would be responsible for hours and hours of phone calls daily with all of our stores, making sure that all of their new users knew what they were doing when they were logging in. Uh, just eliminated confusion that way. And a lot of it was process based. So I began with that. Um, from that point, I was very lucky to be in the right place at the right time. And I transitioned from client training over to implementation right when uh, what is now service lead management was Pando Alert at the time. And I was right there at the genesis of that, uh, which was awesome. So I got to see all of that uh, right at the beginning and uh, just kind of went from there. Who do you report to? Right Who's now, I report to Paul McAnally. Oh. And Sharina. Go. How's that? Yeah. How's Paul as a boss? Paul is fantastic. He doesn't listen to these, so you can go ahead and say whatever you want to say. <laughs> he's a nightmare. No, he's he, a nightmare. No, he's awesome. Love Good. Paul. All right. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty passionate about what he does. He's great. He's yeah. great. So, um, you've been, so did you come on right as the merge was happening? With, or had we already shortly established? Thereafter. Shortly Auto Alert is, thereafter. Shortly thereafter. Okay. Mm -hmm. So was, was Scud a CEO when you came on, or was Delay already stepped in that position? Delay was already there, in that okay. position. That yeah. just gives me a timeline. So sure. you've been here for a while then. Mm -hmm. Did you work in the Raytown at all? Sure did. You did, you did work yeah. over the old Raytown sure building? Sure did. Oh, the I've Raytown building. I've heard stories about the Raytown building. It's, yeah, it was an experience. Yeah. Well, it's not. So last night I was, uh, we got pizza from the Bronx. You oh, know, yeah. down there on South Metcalf. We, I, live, I live right down the street in River Market. We, had, we went to furniture deals. Just bought a house and have empty rooms. So mm -hmm. uh, across the street was DeBronx. Sydney wanted DeBronx, so we stopped over there. While I was there, if you look right across the street, is where we had the original Motofuse offices. No oh, kidding. Wow. Right there at like 101st and uh, or 105th and, and Metcalf area. And brought back a little bit of memories. Yeah. Uh, my favorite memory from that, and we'll get back into Nick, is uh, if you don't, you work with Pulsinelli. So Pulsinelli's in that sure. chain of command Absolutely. with you, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't know anything about Pulsinelli, it's one thing to know. Every other Tuesday, Pulsinelli gets his haircut in the morning. I, apparently, he's been doing this like clockwork, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, every other Tuesday, he's late to work a little bit. I mean, he usually gets to work pretty early uh, on regular times, right? Does he mm -hmm. change this? Not change this. There's no way he's changed this. Uh, I, I expect yeah, so, it's probably the same. So what, what would happen is just Pulsinelli had the keys to the building. There was only like seven of us working at Motofuse, nine. And Pulsinelli would have to, he was the one that would get there at like 6.30 in the morning, like he always, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning, and unlock the door for the rest of us that would show up. Well, we'd always forget that Tuesdays he was going to be late. So this is a group of Motofuse employees just sitting in the parking lot waiting for Pulsinelli going, <laughs> yep, he's getting his haircut today. But it was like clockwork. It's it's strange. Wow. Yeah, not strange. It's just, uh, it's unusual. That's how we do in operations. It's Everything's cl clockwork. Is it OCD? It is. You have to do the same thing to make sure, because you have to take care of stuff, right? That's absolutely right. Right. You have to take care of, yeah. I'm just trying to compare that with sales or marketing. I think it's, I learned a lot about myself just now because I just cut my own hair because <laughs> I have no patience and I don't and I'm just like ah, I want it done now. Same. So I just do my own. And you worked with the guy that used to use the uh, the Floby. Oh wow! I, I mean, remember that, that seemed Nick? like a I bad do. idea at I the do. time, but the side like, cut. Yes, dude had a straight up mullet. We called him Big Mike. Yeah, had a mullet. And he just used a Floby. I wouldn't mind getting my hands on a Floby. They're like, still available. So, Nick, what were you doing before Google you that. came on to Auto Alert? I was working as a service advisor. Which dealership here in town, right? That was, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was out at uh, Hendrick Acura. Oh, you're at the Hendrick stores? Mm hmm. 
That is that on Metcalf? No, is that on uh, it uh, is, Shawnee Mission it Parkway? It is no more, actually. Is that the one they tore down? <laughs> it is. Uh, oh, within the past several months, it's been acquired by Jay Wolf. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one they were also they were doing new construction or something like that. And is that the same area? Was it on Shawnee Mission Parkway? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, okay. it's over there, seventy uh, fifth and uh, frontage. Oh, I'm thinking the wrong yeah. wrong area. The wrong area. I'm thinking uh, uh, over by the. Did you did you work at Vin at all? No. You're no. non-Vin Solutions That's former right. employee. That's right. That is hard to find in this building. It is. It yeah. is. Well, not in this room, because I think three of you yeah. out of four of us. Hey, a Flowbee is $144 That's amazing. on Amazon. So come with the they vacuum? still have those? Yeah, it's between $144 and $169. Wow. wow. So uh, anyway, any of these personal questions, Nick, if you don't want to answer sure. them, you don't have to, because oh, this man. is a corporate uh, podcast. Okay. And so you don't have to, get to, you don't have to tell us anything personal <laughs> about yourself. You really do. But, but those who, the, but, the seven people that are listening right now, yeah. uh-huh. are listening to this. It would be cool this. if you lied. And, just and this isn't up. live, by the way. This is all recorded. Okay. Um, are, you, uh, are, are you a married guy? Are you no. a single guy? No, I got you, a girlfriend. You got do? a girlfriend, yep. She right. takes pretty good care of me. We've been together for a couple of years. I like Mitch Hedberg's answer to that question better. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have a girlfriend, but I know a girl who'd get really mad at me if she heard me say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mitch Hedberg was great. Loved See, him. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like a live together relationship. It is. You it is. Your, yeah. All right. You've been married before? No. No. Ooh. So you're a single guy. Children? I do. I've got two girls, 15 and 17, if you can believe it. This with your girlfriend? Uh, previous. I was going to say, that's yeah. a long girlfriend relationship. It would be. Yeah, I, I don't think she'd put up with that. So you got 15 and 17. Mm-hmm. So you must have had them when you are quite young. Uh, 24, 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, uh, and then you get this uh, girlfriend. Is she is she pressuring you for uh, for a ring or anything? Do you she's, feel the pressure? She's yeah. She leans into me a little bit. I'm yeah. Yeah. There's that. Uh, let me sugarcoat that. You she, guys about the same she age. She leans or? on me a little bit. Yeah, we are exactly the same. Just about. Gotcha. Yeah. I just know this. Uh, I think the older, maybe a little bit more pressure gets in there. A lot more pressure, right? especially with guys. Yeah. You start feeling like we have well, to cave. Y- you do, you do, and at a certain point, you start to think, "Well, you know, this really should have happened a while back." So we're we're working on borrowed. Drew's thinking about uh, popping a question. Is that right? No. <laughs> yeah, you have too. You've thought about <laughs> I, it. I, I've it's thought, not like Hannah's going to hear this. I know. I've thought about it, uh, but then it's just like things are good as they are. I don't think I want to change anything. I mean, we own a house together. We're, there you we, go. We have a joint mortgage, so mm-hmm. like you know, what it's more? It's kind of the need? same thing. Claire's thinking about getting married. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel so so much supported. I'm engaged, Nick. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get with this. Oh, I'm there you go. All out. right, congratulations. The support in the room is not here. I have been happily divorced for 22 years. Thank I, you. I think I just got married too young, and then so it kind of burnt my ideas of marriage because I just wasn't ready. And like it happens. So you're so you're mid so you're what mid late 30s. Yeah, yeah, I'll be 40 here in a couple weeks. Okay, it's crazy. Never been married. No. Nope. Um, this is the kind of dilemma that I'm getting into. What you maybe, get into? Maybe you can help me out with it. Okay. It's too right. late for you, Joey. You just you're you're, you're engaged. Well, no, that's nothing to do with what I'm going to ask <laughs> okay, him about. Well, okay. Absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so I, I'm getting married. Okay. I'm 45 years old. I've never been married before. I never even considered it. Never bought a ring. Not a, nothing. Right. This is brand new, un- unexplored territory. Yeah, but it's but I've also it's like uh, it's like uh, here's another thing. I I've never had any military experience. I've never joined the military, but my best friends are all combat vets. Right. I've had from those that have been in the mix to those that have just been kind of a little bit out of the mix to those that have been just watching the mix. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about being in the military, Marine Corps or Army. Right. But from talking to these guys and watching these guys and listening to them, I feel like I know a little bit about how, how it works, right? Okay. I feel the same way about marriage, 
Mm. I've never done it, but I've been associated with a lot of guys that that have done it, and those that have failed at it, and those that have kind of had success, mm -hmm. and then those that are still married to this day, but they really hide it if they're having success or not. <laughs> right. But here's my question. Uh -huh. My entire life, uh, I would say since I got out of college, has been one big bachelor party. Yeah, that's. I mean, awesome. I've had I've had careers where I've worked in the nightclub industry. Mm -hmm. I've worked in uh, rock radio for 10, 10 years mm -hmm. as a morning show. You might say that my whole life has been like, do I have to have a bachelor party at forty five years old? Man, I mean, yeah, why not? Because I'm not into it anymore. You know, it'd just be me I and see. like well, me and Drew just sitting around. Answer. You I just mean, gotta remix it. That's all. That's it. Yeah. We'll go to like, for, what would you do for your bachelor party if you got engaged? If, you, if you've got all that nightlife and so forth behind you, ba basically, there's certainly got to be four or five things that you love doing that are impaired when you're at home with your lady, right? Yeah, but I don't want to do that with a bunch of dudes around me. <laughs> you don't got to. You don't got to. Just do watch, you. What I mean by that is watch soapy um rom-coms yeah. and drink uh, Coke Zero. Get a hotel room. And, 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 and file my nails. Zima. Yeah. yeah, get some... No, get a so, hotel room. Get what a rom-com. What would you do? Let's get on you. Let's talk about you. Sure. What would you do if you... You're going to get married. Uh -huh. You're going to have a bachelor party. Keep it clean. This is a corporate. Sure. But what would you do? Because you're almost 40. Your whole yep. life has been a bachelor party. So I'm getting right there. And so I've actually got plans. So it's awesome that you asked that. You so. have plans for a bachelor party, but not to I do. get engaged. I, I do. think that's the right way to go about it. <laughs> you got to. You got to. So I'm going to knock it out quick. So Actually, today I bought uh, tickets for a Billy Idol concert in Las Vegas. All right. On my birthday. All right. So that's that's how I'm going to do my celebrate, and I'm going to get that out of my system. Who you take? Well, I'm taking her. So that's your bachelor party. Yeah. I mean, I do that anyway. My my friends are old. They've been married. Yeah. They've, they're stuck in there, it, getting them out of the house. But what to you, play poker is what a if chore. you take her yeah. to the Billy Idol concert and mm -hmm. she wants mo mo mo? <laughs> I mean, like, when's it gonna stop? You know, it stops right. when the, it stops right as soon as the white wedding goes on. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Are you getting these, Claire? We're making references yeah, Billy to Billy Idol, Idol songs. songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just checking. Was he English? Yes. yes, he was. He was. He was yeah. He still is. Check. Yeah. He's still English now. Yeah. No, no, he's a citizen of the United States. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he was born. And a heck of a fella, I hear. He is. I hear Hell Billy Idol's great. Yeah. 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 So that's what you do. That's, that's what, what I'm doing. That's what you're going to do. Yep. And there's, that's what there's you There's nothing can else do. to do. But you can do that when you're married. Sure, I can. Yeah. What yeah. about the kids? How much do they drug you down from uh, enjoying life? They actually are. <laughs> it's like a life sentence. So, oh, yeah. So this, yeah, the, the thing you got to do is you got to condition them, so to speak. You, well, I shouldn't say condition them. You got to introduce them to things that you think are cool. And, you, you know, they're going to take to some. They're not going to take to others. But the cool stuff that they do take to, that's what you guys do together. And yes. what have you? So there's a great story about Terry Crews. You guys know Terry Crews? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know who Terry Crews is, uh, Claire? He used to be a football player, right? He used to be. He's an actor. Yeah. He was in the old Spice commercials and stuff yeah. like the mm -hmm. big. He's yeah, known for yeah. like the pecs bouncing pecs, when he dances yeah. Yeah. and the robot dance. <laughs> he's right? a cool dude. And I think one of his most famous uh, uh, scenes is from uh, White Girls. White with chicks. White chicks, where he's singing. Uh, making my way downtown. That song. <laughs> yeah, have you not seen that? That is <laughs> excellent. So that's Terry Crews in a nutshell. Yes. I learned something. I don't have kids, so I can't mm -hmm. really use this. Sure. Um, but maybe. So he got really into building PCs, like building computers. Sure. Like mm -hmm. really into it, and got into like Reddit and like uh, you know making videos about building PCs. And people asked him like, "What? What? The, where did this come from? Like, you, why are you so into like building these computers? Do you guys know the answer to this? No. 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 Okay. Why are you so into it? And he said 
he was trying to push his son when his son was young, like six, seven, eight years old, trying to push him into playing football, trying to play baseball, and his son was having nothing to do with it. His son <laughs> wanted to play Minecraft. He wanted to. Oh, yeah. He wanted to learn PCs. He wanted to learn how to build PCs. So Terry said, you know what, I can't push him into something he doesn't want to do, but what I can do is I can try to understand what he's into. Yeah, that's cool. And so he started learning about PC building and all that, so him and his son then have that quality time. You there know what I mean? Go. Like I My do. dad would make me go outside and play catch with him, and I didn't want <laughs> yeah. to do it. Well, right. I, do, I do the same thing with my daughter. Like, um, I like to dance, but mm -hmm. she typically leaves me dancing with myself. So I'm still trying to find that. I'm still trying to find that common ground. Yeah. Was there no more to that story except for you just wanted to throw <laughs> yeah, that pun in there? It, it was it. a good drop. She so have you done anything like that with your kids? Like, what are they into, and you've changed your life because of that? So... PlayStation's a huge. That's that's kind of like the place where it starts, right? Yeah. You're in the living room. That's just a given. You grew up playing video games, and of course they do as well. So then you find the games that you like together. So you get into that. Now, coincidentally, one day I'm grocery shopping, and I just by chance got the itch to get a game at Redbox, and I happened to get a WWE game. They were not familiar with it forever. You guys I know what WWE is? Wrestling. Okay, just check in. Yeah. We're also saying that so the people so. <laughs> listening know what it is. World right. Wildlife. Radio, it's like the eighth it. rule of radio. Right. The Rock. They'll know The Rock. Yeah. So anyways, they got really into it. And uh, next thing you know, we're starting to watch it on TV. And so now just about every single live event that comes into town. That's that's what we do together. You and Jamie so. Faulkner take your kids together? We do. We do. <laughs> absolutely. You do you really? Yeah, absolutely. I nailed it. <laughs> I knew Faulkner had to be involved in this somehow, somewhere. We've, we've got a whole underground community oh, of wrestling Do you have fans. your own Pando channel? We, uh, we don't. <laughs> we should get one, though. We that's should get nuts. one for sure. I wonder how many. That's, that's one thing about like a, co a, a company like Autolur or any company that's out there is the underground mm -hmm. fandoms and what everybody's into, right? And mm -hmm. you, you, I have this really kind of like uh, crazy mix-up of people in my life in different, direct, <laughs> in different places that know each other because of like Facebook, right? Mm -hmm, so right. somebody I grew up, maybe a girl I dated like in junior highs, my friend on Facebook to this day, and gets in a conversation with, with Drew, a guy I know from work, like mm -hmm. this connection. I find out... All right, so apparently this is uh, very sensitive over here. Um, just touched like a little cord and everything just stopped working. Yeah. But we got, I got to figure out where the conversation stopped. And we were talking about wrestling. Uh -huh. wrestling. You were going to ask us something. And I was going to oh, bring up the under, fact of like the underground people curse. here at work oh, that are into the same things that, but mm -hmm. don't work together. And then you find out they hang out like outside of work. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. You were asking something, Claire, when we were off. Uh, were you asking about wrestling? Or what were you asking about? Oh, I was just going to say two things. We're talking about Jamie Faulkner. He just walked past the studio and waved at Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and um, does Billy Idol have a residency in Vegas? To be honest with you, I don't know. He should if he does. What a very specific I question. Like, I feel he like, should if well, he does. Well, like a residency, like a show, an ongoing show. Like Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think he does. Yeah. I've been to Vegas a lot. I've not seen it. But you wonder, like, like Claire, like mm -hmm. what you're into that somebody else here at work might be into it too, and you guys may be best friends and not even know it. Like the you know Hello what I mean? Kitty Like Hello Kitty. Mm -hmm. She's like into Hello Kitty. Like hardcore Hello Kitty. <laughs> so is there a Hello Kitty channel? No, there isn't, but I know of two people who work here who are into it. Like, Do you guys I, talk to each other or just wink, wink, and nod, nod well, when we, you walk we, by each we other? We usually, if we see each other, we'll, we'll talk and 
we'll say, have you got anything new lately? And then if we have, we talk about it for a minute. And if we haven't, then it's just, okay, I'll see you next time. Like Greg, Greg, <laughs> how you say his last name? Gagnon? Yeah, yeah. Gagnon? Gagnon? Yeah. Uh, showed up down here because him and Drew are making some kind of deal about selling guitars to each other, right? Yeah. They're, that whole, like there's these weird relationships. Mm-hmm. And then you find like Nick and Jamie are these uh, WWE with their right. families like together, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like this connection. It's like it's like Kevin Bacon, I guess. The it whole is. seven degrees mm-hmm. of Kevin Bacon. It's exactly what it is. You know, it's like uh, how am I connected to to you know Vin, who's uh, on the fourth floor in Dev? There's got to be some kind of you know what it is. What is it? He's a photographer, and he takes amazing photos that are on his Instagram. He's oh, an amazing yeah. photographer. Yeah. Right. Part of my passion is photography. That's what I went to school for. So we have that in common. Mm-hmm. It's just, and when I noticed it, when he said something to me. He's like, you know, I, I take some pictures on my, he showed me his name. I was like, oh my God, this is a great connection. Boom. Mm-hmm. We don't hang out. I mean, I think this is the last conversation we had, right, but we but say it, hello every once in a while. Sure. That, yeah, you find out those things. Yeah. Are you still on? I don't know. So do you have any, do you have any other, other underground uh, likes and passions with other people in this? Uh, like sure. you and Sally Ulianich both share a love of playing bass guitar or something? or Like you have a sweet you know sock what? collection. Um, I don't own a bass guitar. But I would definitely be on board for that. But no, uh, music is huge. Music and movies, for sure. Pop culture in general. You got it. You got it. And yeah. So as far as that goes, you're going to find out. As far as pop culture, everything's going to be surface as far as what's presented to you. But then you got all your niche stuff underneath the surface. And that's where people are going to get those connections. Mm -hmm. You're not going to connect over... uh, uh, Avengers Endgame, but you may connect over some obscure movie that only three or four people know about, and then that's when you hit it off. Same thing with music. Um, so yeah, definitely. We've- I'm still waiting for somebody to come downstairs and have a conversation with me at the history of hip hop. Uh, it's as deep <laughs> as I can go in on that. Drew just sits there and looks, stares at me when I'm just going on it. It's interesting to me. I just don't know a lot about it. So it, it, it but hey. Well, I was told the other day that school. Goldie was actually the first rapper, and I found that to be very upsetting. Who's Goldie? Exactly. Yeah, I don't even know that. No, 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 no. Do you mean like, uh, like Blondie? Blondie, that's what I meant. No. Okay. Blondie. Oh, no. with that rapture? Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. say things like no. that because then my brain kicks in, and then I just want to do this <laughs> dissertation and this presentation of yeah. true hip-hop history. She's been credited as like the first one to bring it mainstream. No. No. Hey, I'm not saying this no. is my opinion. Because I'm of Fab, because of Fab yes. Five Freddy? No, 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 no. No, yeah. I'm just saying that she you has me, been credited. I'll give you guys. You're going to make me do it. The Sugar Hill Bro. Gang was the first oh. who, who went, who went, who, who had the first hit. No, well, no, that's master. not true. Well, one of the first. They're the first group to record an album, a hip-hop album. They were the first group to do that. They were the first one. Everybody else had like mixtapes or tapes that they'd sell uh-huh. on the streets. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang was put together by a lady and had a band with them. There's no hooks and there's no scratch. There's no DJ. Which is what hip hop? That's the soul of hip hop. The song's way no too DJ. long. Well, the song is also <laughs> if you if you look back and they stole a lot of the hook, the lyrics and stuff that they did during that song from the street uh, rappers, the ones that were doing the house yeah. parties and stuff. Like they would take their lines hmm. and it then they used them. It was the original way to sample. There wasn't even that. But it's right. so Sugar Hill Gang was the first one to make an album, and so that's what the mass kind of people got into. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah I can give you the first one of almost everything with hip hop, but I will tell you. It is a very interesting subject. And Wu-Tang Clan, that's all there is to me. From Shaolin. 
Everybody's otherwise known as Staten Island. Did you know Blondie's in Wu Tang? I did know that actually. Yeah. <laughs> we, had a, we had a funny thing with Drew a while back that uh, Drew just naturally assumed that everybody was in the Wu Tang Clan because they have, you know, seven to nine members at any time. You never know who, just whoever walks into the room while they're recording, you're in. Like it's interchangeable. Yeah, they walking down the street. Hey, you're in. Yeah, but like, that's not true. It's like the yeah. Olympic team. Like, in fact, I was just watching. Like the, all their kids are in Wu Tang Clan now. Like, just one. ODB's son is in. All right. um, but they had their own group before that. It was funny because they were just talking about, uh, I just saw a Variety magazine interview with uh, three guys from Wu-Tang. They were mm-hmm. taking like questions from the internet, kind of those things, right. you know. Uh, and one of the things is like, uh, when are you going to officially put like Q-Tip? Because he did a lot of work with you guys yeah. in the Wu-Tang. And they were all like, no, ain't nobody getting in Wu-Tang. Nobody. <laughs> it's just the, the nine. That's it. That's it. No the Mariah Carey, no Celine Dion. That's crazy. Celine Dion would, no. Ask Drew. Red is Celine Dion in Wu-Tang? She cannot be yeah, in Yeah, she is, and so is Martha Stewart. <laughs> then RBG should be in, too. Who? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. She, should be, in, be she should be in Wu-Tang. RBG is kind of a hip-hop name. I never thought of it yeah. that way. It is, for sure. She's a judge. So I, I will tell you one last, I learned this. This is what this, this is what I'm talking about, Nick. I just learned mm-hmm. this stuff every single day. I'm going to give you your hip-hop history lesson. It's going to take me a minute and a half. Okay. And I think it will blow your minds. Okay? Let's go. It will absolutely blow your minds. Um, so uh, I forget the name of the producer. He's, a big, pretty big, he's the one that, that created New Jack Swing Sound. Um, that now that we found love. Heavy Teddy song. Riley? Teddy Riley. Yes. So Teddy Riley was in New York City. Big producer at the time. Did the whole uh, New Jack Swing Sound. Um, his brother gets murdered in Brooklyn. So Teddy Riley decides he's going to leave New York because of the, the you know the anger and the and, sure. and goes to Virginia Beach, Virginia. In Virginia Beach, Virginia, there's no music scene at all. Just a couple people, you know. So he decides he's just going to kind of like crowdsource everybody, and so he's going to put these talent shows on at these high schools just to see what kind of talent's going on. What he had found out is that most of the people that won the talent shows are the ones that could hit like the Teddy Pendergrass or the uh, Luther Vandross high notes, mm-hmm. and they automatically won. He said, "I'm putting it into that." So at one of the high schools. And he made some kind of deal that if you win this talent show, you're going to be able to be in one of my songs or help produce a song or something like that. You're going to be part of it. The winners were these guys called the Neptunes. Pharrell, right? Get out of here. Yeah, so Pharrell and his buddy, I forget the guy's name, the guys from the Neptunes, they win. This is not where it gets like, oh, my goodness. Right. So Teddy Riley makes a deal with Pharrell and his buddy. He's like, okay, come on in the studio. We're going to figure something out. In fact, uh, if you guys want to put a song together... You can use one of my guys that I think is going to do well for you. Put a song together. We'll produce it. I'll push it out there. You guys seem pretty. They said, okay, we'll do it. They're like 17 and 18 years old. Do you know what song their very, very first song was with Teddy Riley? What's that? What? All I want to do is rum a zoom, 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 oh, and a boom. Really? The rump shaker. Rump shaker? Pharrell hits rump shaker out on the first pitch, and the thing goes like platinum. Mm-hmm. I believe Pharrell is not even human. Isn't that like crazy? That, that dude. That's the first song they do with Teddy Riley, and it just goes boom. And then uh, the last part of that that also got me too is that uh, because of Pharrell's success with Rump Shaker, he inspired one of his really good friends to get more into the business. And that man's name? Was Timbaland? Yeah, yeah. No, no, this has nothing to do with me. I'm sorry. This is where we go down those rabbit holes, Nick. I'm sure if we were talking WWE, Timbaland, I feel that Timbaland, the the mansion's justified. It's okay. Timbaland and Magoo. I used to like them. I forgot all about Magoo, but now I remember. Magoo's good. Yeah, but uh, Timbaland's best friend in the whole entire world. He said it was his soulmate. Do you know who it was? Who? Missy. 
Oh, Missy, Missy Elliott? Yeah, Missy yeah. was like, they were like uh, Starsky and Hutch. They were just, you know, like she's the one that pushed him to do to do it, just They're to like push peas it. and carrots. There's so <laughs> many different loopholes that you get down to. It's just crazy I stuff. I watched this great interview on YouTube with Rick Rubin and, and Pharrell. It was like, just sideline, just Google it. It's a great interview if you're into music, because those sure. are t- two of the greatest minds, musical minds, producing minds, hip-hop minds, right. like... like you look at Rick Rubin, and you you would think he would be into thrash metal or he something. Was. He yeah, was. He's done yeah. it all, yeah. But, he, but that's what the Beastie Boys were. They were a punk group before they, they yeah. went uh, hip-hop. Yeah. Which is, that's who we're listening to right now. It's Beastie Boys. Uh, what was that? Yeah, that's the Beastie Boys. This is the one with Q-Tip. So, Nick. Yeah. Wrestling, music, kids. Yeah. Lady friend. Yep. Movies. What are you doing tonight when you get off work? Tonight, I'm going to go see a movie. They got a... Uh, they got an H.P. Lovecraft movie with Nick Cage that's debuting tonight over at um, um, Screenland at Armor. Oh, I love that. Do you theater. live up north? No, I have. I don't right now, but I have. It's, it is, honestly, it's my favorite part of town. What's this movie? I love Northland. It's called Color Out of Space. Okay. I don't expect anything of it, Yeah, but that's what I'm going to do. Have you been to Armor before? <laughs> Armor oh, Theater? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I went and saw a, a screening of Ghostbusters in the, the one theater that only has like 20 seats. Right. Like 15 yeah. seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Do you know that, Claire? You can like rent it out. Mm-hmm. Invite your friends over. I didn't know that. What's your favorite Nick Cage movie? <laughs> Mandy, for sure. Mandy. I don't know if you guys See, have heard I, that. I have a connection to that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Faulkner told me oh, about yeah. Yeah. Mandy. He says it's insane, but it it's is really insane. good. It's wild. It's wild. Other than that, believe it or not, Moonstruck. <gasps> I loved I him in Moonstruck. Leaving leave Las movie. Vegas isn't up there? No. no. I love that one. Raising uh-huh. Arizona. Fantastic. Yeah, good stuff. Conan yeah. Brothers, right? movies ever. Absolutely. Was that the Conan Brothers? Yes, that was, was the Conan Brothers. Yeah. What about Knowing? You like that one? Uh, no, I, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And the, the Wicker Man was his most demented movie, I think. Yeah. The old, one of his most. The original was fantastic. It was fantastic. So we just kind of went off on everything here. Nick, we appreciate you coming down here. Uh, I am going to leave you with one thing with entertainment. If you get a chance, Google Adam Sandler and uh, Brad Pitt. They have a one-on-one conversation with, uh, with on, on YouTube. It's just them sitting there for an hour just having conversations with each other. That's random as hell. I'm just I telling you right like, now. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> because the Coen brothers uh, reminded me of that. Okay. Because uh, Brad Pitt was talking sure. about his work with the Coen brothers. So, so just, gotta, just tidbits of this. As podcast. a refresher... Google the Adam Sandler, Brad Pitt, Rick Rubin, Pharrell. How many things we, we're Googling everything? I, I mean, Timberland. these are good, like, little sidelines. Teddy Absolutely. Riley. Thanks for listening to the Inside Out Alert podcast. Remember, all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alert. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Vando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.